Hey y'all, it's Justine Mentor from Mentor Management. I'm an LA-based dance choreographer and educator turned career coach, and I'm all about inspiring, motivating, and educating professional dancers. I'm so excited to bring you Dance Careers Unfiltered, where we chat about the nitty-gritty behind the business side of the entertainment industry. The stuff that people don't know they need to know. Let's dive in. Welcome to Dance Careers Unfiltered. With 2023 rapidly approaching, I wanted to put out a special episode to celebrate this past year and ring in the new one. In this episode, you'll hear a few of my favorite moments from year one of the podcast and also a few sneak peeks of the year to come. Happy New Year, y'all. This artist life, so wonderful, right? It is wonderful, but it's it has its ups and downs. Of course. And that's going to be how it is forever. So if you kind of know that going in, that's how it's going to be, then at least there's a semblance of control with that too. Like I've been here 15 years and it's the same. I mean, the industry has changed quite a bit, but what I mean is the ebb and flow of a life of artistry remains constant. I think we just get so laser focused on like getting our six turns or whatever we want to do. And we forget that like, it's an organization. It's a, company and they have to run smoothly and you you have to bring a certain level of work ethic and just consistency to your job to really be valuable. No matter how I shoot you, no matter what you do, if you don't show up as a person, then you're not capturing anything special. You're capturing everything that everybody else might have. The beginning of this is is the awareness, right? The awareness right. of the fact that an audition is much scarier in your head than it actually is. Right. Um, it's just people behind a table hoping that someone comes in that is right for whatever their problem is. Nobody's going to come along and say, guess what? You've earned it. It's time to be a choreographer or guess what? You've earned it. It's time to be a director. It's something that you have to demand before you're ready. You have to demand it before you've paid your dues. If you don't say what you're doing, you're almost not relevant in a lot of ways. So I've really had to find that healthy balance of when I do post and share, because somebody's feelings are going to get hurt. I know the jobs I wanted, I wouldn't have wanted to see them all blasted on a screen. I'm like, oh, that's the one I really wanted though. And now I'm not like, I'm watching it happen in front of me instead of yeah. just moving on. The bullet points are like being genuine being a good person and being like hungry for the knowledge. Yes. That's what really, that's what I'm attracted to in a creative and in a collaborator and someone that I want to work with. I just can't see myself doing anything else. I love this business. I love walking on set and being like, oh, I'm a cool small part of this massive project that gets to be put together. And when I'm on set, I'm watching everybody's job. And I started doing that as a dancer because I was like, I want to know what the actors are doing so that when I'm on set now as an actor, I are, I already know about lighting, camera, continuity, all that stuff. Cause I was watching it as a dancer. So I love, I love storytelling. Does the business get to me sometimes? Absolutely. I wouldn't be a human if I said that, Oh no, I don't mind the business because the business is hard. Right. But I've always kind of, I've never had a plan B and I've always said, I'm going to do something that I love until I get to the point that I don't love it anymore. And then all of whatever's happened up until that point is going to lead me in the next direction. So I've always just tried to listen to what 
the fire in my belly is. And then you get these little reminders, you know, you get your availability checked for a show or you get a booking or you get a callback or a producer session. And you're like, oh, I am doing, I am doing the right thing. So my thing is like wrapping your head around what this journey is and really being like, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And I, as long as I know where I'm going, everything that comes in, whether it's a bump in the road, a lesson, whatever, it's preparing me to be ready to receive the things that I really want, the bigger things. I think sometimes there's so much pressure in this industry to be an asshole. Like people look at you crazy when you're nice sometimes. And it's really strange. I've had people tell me all the time, like, you're too nice. Just don't ever, 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 ever let someone dim that side of your light. Remember that we are so much more than not only those highlights, but also the accomplishments and the achievements that we share with others. And I think it's the things in between that, you know, make us who we are. Show up and be on time, be ready to go, have that rehearsal etiquette, have yourself just be really engaged, even if it's a really shitty job for lack of a better word even if it's something that you realized you know what this isn't for me still be engaged because you're learning you learned that from the experience you're learning something being on set or being a working dancer is about everything but dance oftentimes a lot of the younger generation may be getting caught up in the me of it all of how fabulous like they can be portrayed whereas to be a working dancer you're usually there to uplift either an artist or a product, but it's usually not look how fabulous I am based. It's usually like I'm a really fabulous cog in a big machine. Just reaching out and being like, hey, do you need somebody? Like, I would yeah. love to dance for you. Like, and just like vocalize, putting it out there and, and showing yourself to them because mm. otherwise they might not see you, you know? I didn't accomplish this goal but look at all the other things that I've gotten to do. And to be exactly. honest with you, let me say this, is most of my biggest opportunities came after 50. Especially if they don't know you, they need to digest as much information on you as possible. And it needs to be easily digestible because casting directors are spending hours and hours and hours sifting through thousands of submissions per role. So whatever you can do to pull that person in as quickly as possible, will only increase the possibility of you receiving a, a tape request or, or an in-person call. I would just encourage people to like be still with themselves. And sometimes stillness is the answer. And a lot of times, like just because nothing's happening on the outside doesn't mean a lot of things aren't happening internally. To be able to have a long career in dance is is really hard. And, and that's that should be the goal the whole time from the start. Um, because if you're burning yourself out or you're like holding out for something or thinking you're too good for something, then um, you're closing a lot of doors in the future. The check one box. Are you a hip hop dancer or are you a contemporary dancer? Are you this or are you that? And it's like, I am a multidimensional magical human being. I am all of the things and then some. Like, stop trying to limit my like what I'm allowed to, to do. So you may go to YGP, you may go to Icon and be an incredible dancer and never have your name called and never receive an award. And that has to be okay because we're gonna go to auditions, we're gonna go to university auditions or just in the workforce and you wanna go get a job, you may never hear from them again. So 
I like it better, and actually my students start liking it better like because it. it's real. If 15 minutes of stretching a day is going to change me in the future versus if I never stretch at all. You know, like the smallest right. thing, you're like, you can literally enhance your being by 1% every day and still be great. Once you fast forward to pursue a professional dance career, like you go to an audition, the only way that you can feel validated from it really outwardly, I guess you would say, is if you book it. And like, no one's going to come and bring you flowers afterwards or give you a pat on the back and tell you how amazing you did or give you a grade and say, "Mm, that was more like a B plus performance, but that just doesn't happen. I often ask people, what is the worst case scenario if you send this thing? And what is the best case scenario? And like with the worst case scenario, is that something you can handle? Like, can you handle that? Like, so, cause I think we, we build up these things in our heads, right? To like yeah. mean crazy things. Like, oh, if I send this pitch out and nobody answers, like I'm done, you know? And it's like, no, you're still going to mm. be, if this best case scenario happens, how would you feel? And if this worst case scenario happens, how would you feel? And can you, can you mm. handle those things? Like, can you survive that thing? If you are diving into this world of building your brand and building your online dance business, there, you gotta you gotta get uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't I don't like safe. I don't like when my dancers dance safe. I don't yeah. like when my clients are moving in a safe way. That's not to say not being responsible. What I'm saying is like restricting yourself from growing because you're too yeah. scared to let the world see who you are. And I view social media as a tool to direct people to that corner of the internet, because that's the piece you own. You have complete control over what they see, how they interact with you, what they learn about you. Um, There is no comments. There's no numbers. Like, it's just like, this is who I am. It is about like having a balance of hustle and drive and dreams, but not making it be self-destructive. And I think that's the thing that I see in a lot of creative types is that it gets self-destructive. You know, oh, I didn't book that job. And sometimes it'll be about beating ourselves up or other times it'll turn into beating others up. You know, why did so-and-so get that job over me? I'm a better dancer than they are. And that kind of stuff does not serve us in any way, shape or form. And it starts to eat away at our desire and our, our, our dreams about doing this work. And that's why I think the hustle can be good but when we start to tear ourselves down or tear ourselves apart to be what everybody else wants us to be, that's where the danger signs come in. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's where you're going to grow and try to like grow through those, those uncomfortable times. Ask questions. Uh, Close mouth does not get fed. Put yourself out there. Don't worry about what other people think about you because if you're constantly trying to like please other people, then you're never going to please yourself. Your talent gets you in the door, but it's kind of like assumed that you have to have a certain level of expertise, you know, in whatever field you're auditioning for. Right. But it's like, how do you a stand out from everyone else? There's so much more that goes into deciding if you book a job and keep booking jobs, then can you hit this? (laughs) Like that's important, but there's other things you need to know. And that's how I found my work ethic. I, I practiced, going after what I wanted and sometimes that meant doing it five times or it meant staying up a little bit later this time or it meant 
doing it until it's done. From assisting jobs and from like putting out my own content and being proactive, I got so much out of that, whether it was like a direct contact, a direct job, or just like some experience, you know, like um, an assisting experience or a project experience. Putting effort into my career, I think is a win always. And I would have to remind myself that a million times when I would be going to auditions and making the drive and getting ready, um, like even if I get cut, at least I am showing up for myself and showing my, my future that I'm here and ready for you whenever you're ready for me. It really is providing value in your content and providing the content consistently, like you said. Does every single formula work for every person the same? No. And the reason why? Because not everybody is providing the same kind of value, right? right. So what I think is valuable might not be really entertaining for people, right? So it's kind of hitting those like three different things. Are they entertaining? Are they educational? Or are you inspiring? You want to work with people you enjoy working with. It's stressful enough. Yeah, you just want people that are going to be fun to be in that process with because the process is a grind for sure, but it's a grind of love and you want to be able to enjoy it and not have it become another element of stress. We just have to make sure we're not giving ourselves any unrealistic timelines to achieve things that can take years and years to achieve. There's so many people who it took three years for them to book their first big gig or five years or even 10 or they decided to be a dancer and bam, they fell in love with production and went on a completely different path. I also know people who graduate college and book stuff within a year of graduating. And that's incredible, but that's not everyone's story. I just want to make sure you're not putting yourself into any rigid timelines or specific bubbles. That's not going to let you take the time that you need to develop the career that you're meant for. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to check out mentor.management on Insta and justinementor.com slash mentormanagement. That's M-N-T-R-M-G-M-T. Check out the show notes to find links to my offerings and today's guest. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show. See you next time.